You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 61. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey everyone, it's Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body podcast. Welcome back. I hope you're having a great start to your summer if you're listening to this uh, podcast when it's being uh, recorded or I should say when it's launched. Many people will listen to this recording a year from now, so maybe it's not summer, but for those of you who are listening now, happy summer. I hope you are keeping hydrated. I just want to give a quick summer tip to everyone before we get started with today's episode. Hydration is so essential in the summertime and so many of us think we're getting enough water, but we might not be, or we're getting in so much water that we're actually not getting in enough electrolytes. And what does that mean? It's that sodium, potassium, the other things you need besides just water to actually help the water stay in your body. So just something to think about if you're that person right now who feels like I am drinking endlessly and I still feel thirsty, you might need to add some electrolytes to that water because actually too much water can cause a problem called hyponitremia. So some people are drinking gallons and gallons of water and that can actually influence the body in a negative way. So always moderation, balance it out, but you do want to get in water and electrolytes in the summertime. All right, now let's move on with our topic for today, which is how to get your child to love a sport. So many people are always asking me how I got my son to be a runner. And I want to sort of guide you through how it evolved because it was an evolution. And I think that all kids have to go through this evolution to find the sport they really want. Now, I would say this even applies to adults right now. If you're like, I don't have a kid, this this podcast doesn't apply to me. Well, you can either move on to the next podcast or one from the past, or maybe give it a listen because it might be something that can help you find your love for a sport as well. So like I said, people ask me all the time, my son's name is Charlie, and they ask me how did he become a runner? If you follow me on Facebook, you may have seen the many Facebook videos I post about my son as he ran cross country or track in the last couple years. I'm the crazy mom who screams so loud that in my videos, I now have to take the volume out before I post them because it is so embarrassing how loud that I can be. But yes, I get very excited. But people are always asking how he became a runner. And did he start off as a runner, like at three years old? Or, you know, when did this happen? Because running for a child is is sort of unusual. I mean, most kids, at least that I know, they don't want to go out for a run. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about how it happened for our son. And I honestly think it's a great way for anybody to help them find their child a sport that they might love. So to answer your question now, Charlie did not uh, want to be a runner when he was three years old. He was not running at the age of three. But as a parent, I will tell you that I made it my mission to expose Charlie, who, as I said, he's now 14, but at a very, very young age, I made it my mission to expose him to as many sports as possible. So I wanted him to try 
every sport so that he could then see which one he really liked. So we're talking way when he was that cute little toddler, I signed him up for soccer and all he really cared about were the blades of grass <laughs> in the field. Did you, do you have those days when you wonder if your child even knows they're playing a sport? But yes, he played soccer or at least he picked the grass when he was really little. And then we had him try t-ball and he did that for a little while, um, you know, maybe one season. And then when we moved to Austin, Texas, uh, we were we were very lucky. We were sort of invited to play baseball with a team of a child who was in our class. Now, for us at that time, it was a gift because we didn't really know a lot of people. Charlie didn't really know a lot of kids. And so this team really became like a family. And to this day, the A's, <laughs> that's what team they were, the A's. And I'm still very close with all the moms from this baseball team. Now, the first year or so, it was really great. Charlie really loved it. You know, maybe second year headed towards third year, he started to not love the sport so much. And how do you know that your child does not love a sport? Because they want, they don't want to go anymore. So if your child is complaining all the time, I don't want to go to practice. I don't want to go. I don't really care about the game. You know, you can see, obviously, their interest level is no longer there. And you sort of want to find out why. And then you need to decide if it's time to try a new sport. So one thing that... Charlie did not like, and I did not like as well, but part of baseball, and I'm sure many team sports, and if you have a child in team sports, you are totally going to get this, but um, Charlie and I were sort of done with what is called daddy ball. So coaches that are dads who are giving their kids the best positions and the best spot in the batting order and all that kind of stuff. Well, Charlie at a very young age realized that there was a lot of unfairness that was going on in that baseball world. And he just didn't want it anymore. You know, he obviously wasn't loving the sport enough, but that was definitely something that was getting him down. And I don't blame him at all. And what he learned from that is he didn't want to be on a team like that anymore. He didn't want a coach to be able to tell him what he could or could not do because it was basically playing into how he performed as well. He wasn't enjoying it as much. Now, I will say this, and I highly recommend this to all parents out there. Do not let your child quit a sport midseason. I really think that that is bad in so many ways it is not helping them at anything. And as much as Charlie did want to quit baseball in his final year and he wanted to quit midseason, we would not let him because you never quit in the middle. You have to finish out a season for so many reasons. But, you know, often we start something and we might not love it, but it's important to finish it. And also you're on a team and your team depends on you, whether you're having fun or not. So there were very key elements. You're we wanted to teach Charlie and you're not going to quit. And I'm not going to lie. It wasn't easy and he never wanted to go. So we did have to sort of, let's just say, bribe him. You know, if you finish out the season, we will give you A, B, or C. I can't remember what it was at the time. But we we really were making a strong point to him that we weren't going to let him quit. And we, we were encouraging him to see it through, which he absolutely did. He saw it through. He got to the end and he said, yes, I am ready to quit, which is also another good reason to make sure that your child finishes to the end because they might get to the end and then decide, actually, I do like it. I want to keep going. Maybe they were just trying to get over a hump or something happened with a friend on the team and it could resolve itself by the end of the season. But for Charlie, he was definitely, nope, no more baseball. And we did not hit a baseball field ever again. And I'm not going to say I'm sad about that. Now, what happened next? Next was the 2012 Olympics and we were all watching Michael Phelps swim. Now, for whatever reason, it 
caught Charlie's eye. It caught many kids' eye. Trust me, I know that. But he watched Michael Phelps, and he was dead set, I'm going to be a swimmer. Mom, I want to be a swimmer. Now, it should go with some saying here that I tried to get him to swim for so long. I encouraged it. Hey, we have this great place by our house, Charlie. Do you want to swim? No. Okay. I never pushed it, but I encouraged it because I knew that swimming would be such a great sport for anybody. And it's a very individual sport. So I thought it might appeal to him. So as much as I encouraged it, I never forced it. But then when he saw Michael Phelps, he was ready. So Charlie started swimming. I want to say early, maybe right when middle school started, maybe a little before middle school. And he really liked it. And I'll be really honest, he was not great at it when he started. Swimming is not an easy sport. So if you can get your child to swim as early as you can, but he caught on very quickly. And it really became a sport that he loved because there was no daddy ball in swim. A coach could not tell him what position to play in the water. And he loved that. And he wanted to be in charge of his own accomplishments. And what that really means is he wanted to know that if he went out in a swim meet and went out his hardest and gave his all, then he did awesome. He was always the one who would determine how he did. Nobody else could take that from him. And so he was definitely becoming more interested in these sports that were a little more independent and not so team focused. Now, while he was swimming and he's getting better, but by no means was he winning races or winning awards. He was a good swimmer. Uh, Nothing, you know, eye or earth shattering, I guess I could say, but he was doing it. He liked it. He was very committed to this sport. And I have to say, swimming is a sport you have to be committed for. It was at least four to five days a week as a young kid, and it wasn't easy. He often came out of class breathing so hard and like his heart rate was so high, it would take him a little while to like relax. And it took some time for that to be okay with him so that he wanted to keep going back. But he never wanted to quit no matter how hard it was for him. Now, during this time, my husband and I started doing triathlons again. So Charlie definitely saw that we were very active. We are always been active parents. I've obviously been in the fitness industry for many years. I've taught many fitness classes. Uh, My husband also, we've been swimmers and we always like to run. I'm a marathoner. So Charlie always saw us pretty active, but we did get involved in triathlons uh, several years ago. And we always asked Charlie, do you want to come for a run with us? You know, we're going for a short run. And he really didn't want to. Uh, that was never something he was excited to do, uh, and he never had to. We, we just encouraged it and always invited him. Now, once in a while, he would join us, and we would run around the Galleria, which is a little mall we have here in Austin. And let me tell you, he walked more than he ran. He could barely keep up with us, which, again, I didn't think was unusual at all because we're adults and we've been running for so long, and obviously he's just a kid. He would rather walk most of it. He complained a whole lot. So if that sounds familiar to you, it's okay. Let them complain. You know, like that was him many years ago. Well, then he decided to try one of the kids' triathlons in our area. Obviously, something was rubbing off on him from the parents, and he did well, and he liked it. Again, being a swimmer, it is a great sport to go into, into triathlons, because most people can't swim. So if you have the swim down, the rest is fairly easy in comparison. So he did very well. He was 
did well on the swim. He did fine on the bike. He probably struggled the most on the run. I think that first time he did a kids triathlon and he was coming into the finish line from a one mile run, that kid was bright red and looked like he was going to die. (laughs) I literally thought when he came through the finish line that he was going to say, I never want to do this again. Um, But he came through the finish line. He was pretty proud of himself and he did a couple more of those. He started to do some of the 5k runs at schools. If your school offers a 5k, encourage your child to do it. Even if they have to walk it, um, they can walk run it. But what he realizes, you know, probably around sixth grade, when he did these 5Ks with school, when he was out in athletics with the other kids, he started to realize that he was one of the faster kids. And I guess that piqued his interest, obviously. Everyone likes to be good at something. And he sort of wanted to start running more, getting more into the triathlons, which, of course, we were ecstatic. And so he did give up swimming full-time at that point and became uh, full-time in the Austin Aquatic Sports Academy Youth Triathlon Program. So I think that was in about the sixth grade that he decided to train for triathlons full-time, which was great because he was still swimming, just not five days a week. He was now biking and he had a little more run guidance at this point. So that went really well. He was really excited about it. He started really getting into the triathlons for the kids. He was doing the kid ones and slowly seventh grade came cross country is now an option through the school. You have to wait until you're in seventh grade to be on a team. He definitely wanted to run cross country, and that's sort of where it all began. So that's not till seventh grade where it really and truly kicked in for Charlie. Now, he ran his first cross country meet, and I think he came in 20th, which he still got a medal. I was thinking he was the last person to get a medal, 20 and under, something like that. So, you know, we were very proud of him. It was great. He did a good job. It was like 105 degrees outside, probably, so it was so hot, but he did fantastic. And then the next cross country race... I think he came in like 15th. And then the next one, he came in like 10th. And he was really pushing himself and really working hard to see this progression throughout the season. And towards the very end, when district, which is your your championship that year, he says to me, Mom, I really want to win district. And I think at that point, he'd gotten third place. That was the, the best he'd done, which was amazing. I mean, think of how far he'd come. He came from 20th, you know, up to third place. And, you know, my heart almost broke for him because he says, Mom, this is what I really want. I really want to win district. So I thought, well, you know, give it your all. All you have to do is give it your all. And if you don't win, it's okay. I really didn't expect much. I mean, I expected him to do well again, maybe third place, but he did in fact win district that year. And and it was incredible. And it was an incredible evolution that season to see him as he got faster and faster and what it was going to take to get to first place. So he was super proud of himself. He really got into running at that point. Obviously, when you're good at something, you want to do it more. I totally get that. And then track season came and he was really into track as well. He ended up going undefeated in the mile and the mile and a half um, in seventh and eighth grade. And he won district again, cross country um, in eighth grade. So as you can see, I know all the bragging's done, I promise. (laughs) I'm so proud of him. But as you can see, it was a progression. It was an evolution. It didn't just happen that way. And the kid has worked so hard 
to get to where he is today. He was not always winning. I mean, even last year in the eighth grade, the very first cross country meet, a kid came out and smoked him. And I mean smoked him. He must have beat him by like five minutes, which being the cross country district champion from the year before it, we were kind of like, where did this kid come from? And Charlie just said, I'm going to spend the entire season training so hard so that I can beat this boy in district. And he did that. And honestly, it took getting up sometimes at 4.30 in the morning. Yes, he would meet his coach out there at Wednesdays at 5. What time do we We'd meet at 5.45, which meant we had to get up at 4.30. But it meant that much to Charlie that he could get better and better to where he could win again. And he did it. Not everybody can do it. I get it. And we didn't know if he could do it, but he did it. He's incredibly passionate and works really hard. Now, all of that being said, the point of this is that you have to expose your child to so many different sports before something clicks. And it's possible that your child might not have a sport. Like, what about all the kids who do drama, they're singers, they play guitar? All of that is fantastic. And really, the point is just expose them to all of those options if you can afford it. You know, let them try guitar. Let them try drama. Whatever they want to do, expose them to as much as possible because if they never get to try something, they might not know that that is their thing. And what if they're amazing at it, but they never know because they never tried it? It could be tennis as well. It could be golf. I mean, there's so many options out there. So when people ask me, you know, how do I get my child to run? I, I want my kid to be like, Charlie, he's so awesome. We want our kid to run 5Ks. You cannot make your child run. You cannot make your child play football. You cannot make your child play baseball. You want to expose them. Ask them what they want to do. Sign them up. See how it goes. And then don't assume that just because it didn't go well at one age that it might not come back and be better several years later. Like running for Charlie. Like years ago, he could barely run and couldn't keep up with us. Now we cannot keep up with him, which is very sad for me. But, you know, it can change. So give that space as well to know that even if he's not a runner today, he might be a runner by seventh grade. Give your kid a chance. Expose them to as much as you possibly can so that you can help them find their passion. I really think if your child has a passion and a hobby that they love, it really helps in life. Because during those tough times of development and teenage years and all those emotional times, if you have something to fall back on that you love, whether it's that sport or that hobby, playing music, I think it can really help a child get through the tough times that are just naturally going to be there. So let it evolve on its own. Never pressure your child to do a sport that you want them to do. Maybe you were great at volleyball, so you want them to do it. Never pressure them because, first of all, they'll probably lean the other way because they feel that pressure. But trying to pressure them into the sport is kind of like trying to pressure them into what type of job they should take one day and what you want them to be. It's not about that. It's what they want and what they're good at and what feels good to them. So that all being said... I know that Charlie has inspired many children and even many adults have told me that they have gotten active and done 5Ks because they have watched him in all his videos and how hard he works and if he can do it, they can do it. And I absolutely love that. So it is my hope that you can share this story, share this podcast 
with as many parents as you can and with your kiddo even. Have them listen to it. Um, help inspire parents to help their children because really that's what it's all about. And when you can help a child find their passion, it is such a gift for them. All right, so that's everything on the Earn That Body podcast today. If you don't follow me on Facebook, please do, Kim Strassman Eagle or Earn That Body. Follow me on Instagram as well, Earn That Body, Twitter, Pinterest. I also have um, the ETB recipes board on Pinterest if you want some easy recipes. Give me a follow on that social media. It is always a pleasure to reach out to my fans and my friends on social media. If you ever have questions, that's a great place to ask them. Things coming up, we do have the 12-week Earn That Body program. I only have, I think, two spots left for July 17th. We have Back on Track coming up July 3rd. That is for people who have done Earn That Body before and just need to get back on track. I have the new Fuel That Body program. That is for my athletes who do not really know how to fuel their long trainings and their races. So it's really ideal for my triathletes right now, Olympic distance through Ironman, some marathon marathoners are doing it as well so they have a better sense of how much they should be taking in calorie wise hydration as well sodium levels things like that so fuel that body is now launched for athletes and you can always check everything out at earnthatbody.com i hope you all have a wonderful week and make sure you hydrate make sure you stay healthy make sure you eat healthy feed your kids healthy as well and have an awesome week summer day summer week Hooray. Bye, everyone. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.